is Marcy Dixon, Chief Marketing Officer for Miles Mediation. And I wanted to talk to you this morning about how COVID-19 is impacting the way that you all are running your mediation and arbitration services. Now, you seem like you were actually ahead of the curve in terms of implementing virtual aspects. How are you all able to do that? Yeah, so we 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 definitely got ahead of it, um, you know, to the extent that we could. Um, we our our executive team met frequently at the beginning stage when all of this was unfolding, and uh, we put together um, a contingency plan. It was actually a multi-tier plan to address what the firm would do um, if we met, you know, any of those those sort of um, criteria for each plan and. You know, unfortunately, we did um, actually have to go through every phase of that plan, but I I definitely think that Miles Mediation and Arbitration got ahead of it. Um, We were able to adapt and pivot quickly. We got all of our mutuals and our staff on virtual platforms. I mean, we were were working around the clock to make sure that everyone had the information that they needed, the tools that they needed, the training that they needed. Um, in order for everyone to be able to feel comfortable uh, using Zoom for mediations and arbitrations, um, and then they felt comfortable imparting that knowledge and being able to provide training to our clients. And it, it worked beautifully. I mean, it, it, you know, we experienced um, a slight um, drop in the first couple of weeks um, when we all went into quarantine, but I think uh, the amount of sort of training and um, strategizing that w- that we did in that early period really did position us to um, whether the 11-week or 12-week period that we were all working remotely and providing mediation and arbitration services to our clients. Now, it's interesting because I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, that this that this is actually lends well to mediation in a way that it probably doesn't work as well for the court systems. And I know one of the things is that you all talk about is how this is the future. Do you feel like th- this pandemic has actually accelerated the the need for more mediation services? You know, that's, that's a great question. And, and that's something that is certainly um, up for debate right now. I mean, everyone's wondering how this is going to unfold and what um, the future looks like in terms of ODR, which is online dispute resolution, which by no means is new. I mean, online dispute resolution has been around for a long time, but there's so much value in the in-person ADR engagement that I think, and I think this is a lesson for all ADR practitioners, candidly, I think that, yes, I think that the virtual experience will continue on because clients have had an opportunity to do it. I mean, it works for some cases, it does. Um, And in this period where our clients and our mutuals had no other choice but to do these engagements online, I think there's a certain comfort level now. But for some cases, there is so much value in doing an in-person mediation or arbitration. It's so nuanced. I mean, there's so much um, that be, that can be gained by having the parties in the room. And that's really where um, a lot of the power takes place. I mean, the neutrals are able to better connect with the parties. Um, it's 
it's still less formal than it than it would be. I mean, I think that virtual mediations and arbitrations will continue for certain types of cases. For smaller cases, uh, you know, smaller claims, absolutely. I think the online forum works. And I, I imagine there will be neutrals who will continue um, to use this platform. But, you know, we've already opened our offices, and we're at about 75% in person now. So we made the decision, it was a difficult decision, but we made the decision to open all of our offices because of the overwhelming client demand to do these engagements in person. So the clients obviously recognize the value in it. Um, so I, I predict that the virtual will continue on. Um, I think that's definitely a lesson that's been learned in all of this. But I definitely think that um, a, a bulk of our business will continue in person. But, you know, again, I think another benefit that you have is that your sessions tend to be smaller. It's not as if you are in a courtroom with hundreds of thousands of people from the public there or even having to deal with juries. So even in the long term, you know, with the uncertainty of how things will continue, there's still a huge benefit in terms of size when it comes mm-hmm. to ADR. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it's, it's, I may be biased, but it is, it is the, it should be the preferred um, venue for case resolution right now. We, we just recently, um, you know, we're headquartered in Atlanta. We just moved to a, a massive um, new resolution center. We have more than 50 conference rooms. So we can spread people out. And I mean, to your point, um, it's much easier to bring the parties together and separate them. And even, you know, even for one party, they can be on opposite sides of the room and the neutrals on another side and the other parties in, on another side of the, you know, the, the building. So, yeah, it lends itself very well um, to this period where we're still engaging in social and physical distancing. Um, and with the emergency judicial orders in place and with the courts very much backlogged, I mean, I think it's very realistic that we may not have jury trials until this time next year, 2021. So there's so many facets of um, alternative dispute resolution that can be utilized right now. You can do non-binding arbitrations. You can do mediation. You can do a neutral evaluation. I think that for parties that are in a holding pattern right now that are seemingly, you know, you know, worried about what all this uncertainty looks like, they can resolve their cases much faster um, by using mediation or arbitration. Um, you know, we have this, this new program. It's um, Alternative Court Services, and we're basically um, presenting to our clients um, the neutrals on our panel that are special masters and are arbitrators. Um, you know, under the Georgia Supreme Court rules, um, you can arbitrate a case or serve as a special master if the parties, if, if they so choose. And there are so many different aspects or issues within cases um, that can get um, handled by neutrals, even if the neutral isn't going to actually, um, you know, ultimately mediate or arbitrate a case. They can handle things like Daubert motions, discovery disputes, motions for protective order, motions for summary judgment, motions in limine. There's so many ways that um, parties can right now in this period of uncertainty utilize ADR to keep their cases moving. Well, I don't want to create any competition for Miles Mediation, but are you all still doing trainings for people who may be looking at this as an alternative 
or even in addition to their practice areas? Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's a great question. Um, we have a training program that is temporarily on hold, but it's, it's funny that you asked because we're actually in the process of, um, of, of bringing it back online. We, we get requests every day from attorneys um, and from corporate executives who want um, mediation and conflict resolution training. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily see it as competition. I think that there is tremendous value in everyone knowing how to resolve conflicts um, because it's something that we all deal with in our everyday lives. And I, I certainly think that for a lawyer who has done our training or is skilled in negotiation and conflict resolution on strategies, that'll only bolster their practice as they represent clients. And for non-lawyers, it's the same. They'll be able to take those skills into the workplace and help resolve disputes and be able to engage and relate with their colleagues uh, much better. Now, in your capacity as Chief Marketing Officer, do you have any advice that you would give to other ADR organizations or even law firms on some best practices in, de- to, in managing their business during this time period? Wow, that's um, that's that's a lot. I don't probably. see a big question. <laughs> no, it, but but a good one though. Um, you know, this is a this is an interesting time. Um, I, you know, alongside the pandemic, as a society, we're struggling with a lot of other issues yeah. as well. So. Um, you know, I, as a marketer, you know, I, I'll talk to our folks about the importance of authenticity in marketing um, and the importance of um, really living your values um, and, um, and making sure that for the values that you espouse and you represent and you communicate to clients um, that you're also living those as well. So, I mean, I, I mean, we could talk for another five hours about, you know, suggestions that I have for other ADR providers with regard to diversity, um, which is woefully lacking uh, in the legal industry um, and some other issues. But I would say for right now, it's, you know, let's, let's embrace the vulnerability that comes with um, honest communication internally and externally. Um, I think clients find value in brands that are unafraid to live their values and communicate their values. And um, this is certainly a time um, across the board for firms and for organizations um, to, you know, take a stand and practice, um, you know, this, 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 this method of um, being true as an organization and providing support um, to employees and to their clients or customers. That is an excellent response. Well, Marcy, I appreciate your time today, and I look forward to communicating with you more in the future. Thank you for being with us. Of course.